rifle and benefits your long-range precision shooting. Available now at CaliKey.com with free shipping. Hello, I'm Dr. Steve Hotze. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Are you fed up with your doctor giving you drugs simply to mask your symptoms rather than treating the cause? As you age, I believe you should be brimming with energy, vitality, and enthusiasm for life. The Hotze Health and Wellness Center treats individuals from all over the country and world in an environment of extraordinary hospitality. We specialize in the treatment of allergies, yeast, replenishing natural hormones, vitamin and mineral supplementation, and a healthy eating lifestyle, all of which boost your immune system, increase your energy level, and your health span. If you'd like to obtain and maintain health and wellness naturally without pharmaceutical drugs, then contact one of our wellness consultants today at 281-698-8698 or visit hotchwc.com and request a free copy of my best-selling book, Hormones, Health, and Happiness. You've got to be watching Brighty on TV. This is so important. We are the news. Nearly all the vitamin C sold at retail today comes from China, and it's made from genetically modified corn. Even though vitamin C is a critical part of immune support, it's also critical to know where your vitamin C comes from. I'm Mike Adams, the founder of Brighteon and BrighteonStore.com. And we only sell non-China, non-GMO vitamin C. We then subject it to rigorous laboratory testing in our own food science lab, checking for heavy metals, glyphosate, as well as microbiological contamination. Only after it passes our tests do we encapsulate it and package it for our audience. You can find it at BrighteonStore.com. It's not the cheapest vitamin C on the market, but it is by far the most rigorously tested and honestly sourced vitamin C available anywhere in the world. Support your health and this free speech platform by shopping at BrighteonStore.com. Hey, I'm General Mike Flynn, and I just want to encourage everybody out, out there to go to Brighteon TV. Brighteon is, is awesome. It's unapologetic. It's all about the truth. They have a great group of, of uh, hosts, and, and their cast and their team is wonderful. Get out there and watch Brighteon TV. It's where you're going to discover the truth. You want to see Uncensored Truth, go to Brighteon.tv. They're a great partner with us and with Glory. We love them. We love everything that Mike is doing. And uh, go there for truth. Brighteon TV. God bless you. Hello, I'm Dr. Steve Hotze. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Are you fed up with your doctor giving you drugs simply to mask your symptoms rather than treating the cause? As you age, I believe you should be brimming with energy, vitality, and enthusiasm for life. The Hotze Health and Wellness Center treats individuals from all over the country and world in an environment of extraordinary hospitality. We specialize in the treatment of allergies, yeast, replenishing natural hormones, vitamin and mineral supplementation, and a healthy eating lifestyle, all of which boost your immune system, increase your energy level, and your health span. If you'd like to obtain and maintain health and wellness naturally without pharmaceutical drugs, then contact one of our wellness consultants today at 281-698-8698 or visit hotchwc.com and request a free copy of my best-selling book, Hormones, Health, and Happiness.
Live and on your radio, ladies and gentlemen, I am Sam Bushman, CEO of CSPOA.org. Become a member of the posse today. Sheriff Mack, the good sheriff with me as well. Welcome to the Sheriff Mack Show. Hello, Richard. <laughs> Thanks, Sam. It's great to be with you this beautiful Tuesday morning. And it is beautiful and here boy, in Arizona. Boy, is it beautiful. And boy, is this delicious, ladies and gentlemen. The sad yeah. part is... We're really saddened by this story is the truth, ladies and gentlemen, because it doesn't bode well for the country, okay? It does bode well for Sam and Richard and James Edwards and others because uh, the truth shall set us free. Uh, My buddy James called me yesterday and said, you know what? God works in mysterious ways. What are we talking about? The latest round uh, between us and the Southern Poverty Law Center that – criminal organization, in my humble opinion, to which I'm entitled. Uh, They've been thoroughly discredited so many times, it's not even funny. Uh, But Sheriff Mack, we really need to tell everybody kind of the story of the whole interactions over the last 20 plus years we've had with the Southern Poverty Law Center. You've literally threatened to sue them once they knew you were serious and had attorneys. They backed down and were forced to retract. We'll get into that story a little later in detail. Uh, I have, um, you know, offered uh, and they were entertaining the idea that Sam would train their staff about who we are and what we would do. Uh, They were afraid of that. They backed down and chickened out in that skirmish. They lied about us and got caught. They claimed we were violent, promoting violence on video. The only problem with that is we had the video to prove it was an absolute lie. They've been relentlessly attacking us ever since, suggesting because we believe in posse comitatus that that somehow has racist, hate-filled roots, which is an absolute misrepresentation and a lie. It borders on libel and slander. Uh, They've attacked James Edwards. They claim he was the leader of the KKK. He went to court because he's not even a member, much less the leader. Uh, He sued them, not the Southern Party Law Center this time, but a news organization. They basically um, admitted in court that he was not a leader of the KKK, not even a member of the KKK, but it's okay. They're allowed to say that regardless because it's the Aesop's fable sheriff, the company he keeps. Now guilt by association uh, sits front and center in their dishonest narrative. I digress. We'll tell you the whole story, the whole historical reality of this, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, It's going to take us two hours probably. The first hour will be on TV, so you can see all the news clips and the details. The second hour will continue on radio with myself and the good sheriff. But let's just start out and say the latest round has Sam Bushman taking on Jason Wilson, senior investigative reporter. The Intelligence Project is what they call it with the Southern Poverty Law Center. And I'm telling you right now, I'm eating Jason for lunch, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, His latest statements were, Sam's just mad because of the truth. And I said, why don't you come and debate it on Brighty on TV with me then, Jason? And, of course, there's nothing but the chirping of crickets by Jason, who doesn't have the intestinal fortitude, doesn't have the guts, the debating skills. Um, I don't know if I want to insult his intelligence or not, uh, but he doesn't have the wherewithal to lay out the truth and tell both sides of the story. What he wants to do is, you know, hang out in his lair at the Southern Poverty Law Center, wherever he is, and he wants to pretend that he's got the upper hand. That was yesteryear, my friend. Now you've been so thoroughly discredited by over 20 attorney state generals, not to mention 
We forced you to retract once, and I promised you would make you do it again. And now, my friends, here is the story. Sam takes on Jason last week as they wrote an attack piece on myself, on Sheriff Mack, and James Edwards. Why do I put myself first? Well, because, ladies and gentlemen, they attacked me the most. Why? Because I'm now the CEO of the CSPOA. They're trying to make it sound like now Mac is doubling down with white supremacists. He's doubling down on his hate-filled extremism. Uh, And what they're really trying to do is attack me to get at you, Sheriff. Let's start there, shall we? Yes, Sam, I've always uh, thought the attacks on you were rather, uh, obviously, uh, ironic, (laughs) hypocritical, comical, stupid, uh, so ignorant. Uh, because first of all, I thought they were supposed to be kind and accepting to people with handicaps. Now, I know you don't believe you have a handicap, but most of the world would consider being blind a little bit of a handicap. I've never thought that you were handicapped because, uh, first of all, if I ever need help uh, with my computer or any apps or software or anything else, I always call you and you can direct me how to take care of it over the phone. How you do that, I'm not sure, but uh, I've always been amazed by your personal miracle that being blind has never got in your way. However, Southern Poverty Law Center has gone after you relentlessly, has lied about you, has tried to portray you to the extent that they have literally put your life in danger. Others Amen. That and have. that it hold on. And that is the quintessential reason we push back. Normally, I'm a guy who believes in civility. In fact, I put up a website. It's it's callforcivility.com if anybody wants to check it out. That's callforcivility.com because I believe in a civil dialogue. But you know what? When you put me in harm's way because the hostile, hate-filled agenda you spew at me daily, it puts not only me in jeopardy, Sheriff, but my wife and children too. Right. And and people some uh, they they actually have had attacks because the southern physical attacks on buildings and on people because of the lies uh, spewed out by the Southern Poverty Law Center, and then other groups take what the SPLC says and they run with it and and put it down as truth, uh, and so these people that have attacked me and you just recently because of our Illinois event, uh, saying that we're white. Uh, separatist, white supremacist, white, 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 and and it, like it's some sort of sin to be white, uh, and it's some sort of sin to be Christian. Uh, and Sam, this is this is let's jump from A, let's go all, A B C D, let's go all the way to Z. Z. The Z issue is <clears throat> you and I. <clears throat> excuse me. You and I have been have been accused by the SPLC. Uh, of doing uh, all these things, fomenting violence and and planning January 6th violence and uh, all this balderdash crap lie. And yet we told people we're on the list. You and I, you and I are on the list of being domestic terrorists. And now their attorney is arrested for domestic terrorism. Now let's be clear. Let's be clear. We're on the list. We're on the list of the SPLC as domestic terrorists. We're on the on the factual list. Their attorney, no, ladies and gentlemen, no, very good Thomas point. Webb Jurgens is on the official arrest record list for terrorism, sir. Correct. 
And, and that's the amazing story here, Sam, because then let's take the other side of that. You and I have been in their intel report as being domestic terrorists. And I don't remember if you were in the top 40, but I know I was and that Judge Napolitano was and several others. But top 40 domestic terrorists in America. Sam, I want to ask you a couple of questions there, sir. Roger that. Okay. Okay. Have you ever in your life participated in any violent insurrection or even a violent protest of any kind? Absolutely not. I don't even have as much as a speeding ticket, sir, because I can't drive, okay? I don't have anything <laughs> like that. I've never been arrested in my entire life. And let's make something else very clear. Even when Ammon Bundy and crew took over the wildlife uh, refuge, the Malheur Wildlife Refuge, I right. um, was there at the beginning of the peaceful rally. The second I understood what was happening, we left. I was literally on the radio leaving the event, condemning what was done. Now, I think Ammon's a nice guy, and I like him, and he's a friend he of is. mine. Let me say that again. He he's a nice guy. I like him, and he is a friend of mine. However, I disagreed with his tactics, and you and I even wrote a press release. And believe it or not, guess where I appeared while we were driving home, and I condemned it first. You ready? Guess where? On the James Edwards program, the political cesspool. Oh, yeah. So we yeah. were saying we don't agree with what's done, and then you and I wrote a press release against it. But you know what the mainstream press did, Sheriff? They took my Blame photo them. because you you and Kurt, our buddy, had your faces covered because it was like six degrees outside. And it was freezing cold. But I had my right. face out, and what they did was take a picture of me leading the peaceful rally. Me, you, and Kurt were in the lead on that rally. That's where well, we wait, wait, got wait, all, wait. There's a that's ge- where we got all there's reckless. There's a geographical point. There's a geographical point we need to make there. Yes, sir. That. Sure. That peaceful rally where we ended up singing uh, a hymn, Amazing Amazing Grace, Grace, at the very end. So we're having a protest rally, and instead of burning everything down. We're having a, let's be clear, we're having a peaceful assemblage. But that's in Burns, Oregon, and the Malheur building was 30 miles away. Which we never went to. In a different location geographically. Okay. Correct. Which we we never went to. So we're at this peaceful rally. for these ranchers that were illegally arrested and, and yes. totally violation of the constitution and, and re-arrested and had already served their time. And, and so then, and, and what was their name? Hammonds. Yeah. The Hammonds. Yes. And, and so, and then white Hammond. I'm, yeah. Dwight, Dwight and Steve. And, and we're, we're there to peacefully protest along with 700 other people. And it was way, 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 way too cold, especially for this Arizona boy. And oh, yeah, what do we do? Degrees. Oh, it, it was horrible. And so what do we do? The Hammonds come out and wave to us and and wish us all well. These old, and, this old couple in their 70s or 80s are waving to us from their porch. Yeah. We and go the, single and they, file and, and give them hugs. And, and Sam, as you very well know, I started that song. I, I, I was yes, filled with the Spirit of God, and I started singing that. You started singing and I with jointly, me. Kurt I quickly singing. joined it in. Then everybody started. Then everybody got into it. And that's what that's it was the type incredible. Of, of, of protests and violence that you, quote, violence that yeah. you and I have been a part of. And but we have never done it. And, and, if you're and Sam, one of the questions. Amazing Grace is violent, though, Sheriff. Oh, I know. Yeah, of course. One other question for you. Have you ever committed 
any type of act of violence towards another human being? Have you ever slapped, slugged, beat, shot? Uh, and Sam, I don't care if you're blind or not. I know that you used to wrestle in high school and that you can yeah. commit, that you can so fight. So I was if you hardcore as a wrestler, though. I would, as a wrestler, I would pick you up and throw you down hard, buddy. Yes, sir. I'm capable yeah. <laughs> of that. But no, I'm not a violent person. I don't believe in violence. It's against my religion. It's against my moral ethical code. It's against my governing right. values. So the answer is no. So here's what they did, though. That peaceful rally that we were at, separate from the event of the Mount Here Wildlife Refuge. I was invited by Ammon Bundy to be the lead media guy inside the refuge. I refused. You were invited to be the top law enforcement officer inside. You refused. We left, and you and I wrote a press release from the, CSP, yeah. the CSPOA, uh, right. condemning that action, saying, you know what? We agree that Ammon's got a valid point for his concerns, but we believe that the tactic, the action is wrong. Right. While you and I issued that press release, while I was on the James Edwards radio program condemning that action, and while you and I were leaving to go home because it was no longer something that we could support, they took that peaceful photo of me leading that rally and they put that on the Mount Here Wildlife Refuge story and lied and pretended that I was one of the leaders of that, Sheriff. Yeah, and uh, at, f at first they said I was too, obviously. But yes, they, they said that about you. And you see, that's the problem with the, the entire Southern Poverty Law Center is it's all agenda and propaganda scheme driven. They do not care about the truth. They are liars. Their entire... Uh, organization is based on lies. Uh, they do not care for the liberty of all people. They do not care about that. They do not care about anyone who, who supports the American Constitution. They are anti-Constitution. They are anti-Founding uh, Fathers. They are anti-God and Christ. And they do not care who they hurt or trample upon in order to get their agenda out there to destroy America. And I want to say one thing to the donors to a Southern Poverty Law Center. Do you understand and realize where your money is going? It is going to an evil, lying, uh, anti-American organization that does not believe in civil rights for all mankind. We do. We believe in that and we have preached that and we have said that. Yet the Southern Poverty Law Center goes after us, assails us, lies about us, and criticizes everything that we do because it's based on the fundamentals of American liberty. It's based on peace and prosperity. It's based on God, family, and country. It's based on the protection of life, liberty, and property. Now, I don't know if you know this, but the SPLC says that its endowment was $731.9 million dollars at the end of the previous fiscal year, Sheriff. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Who are the people that donate to this group? I mean, uh, if you support evil, I guess that must be why you donate. But I don't believe that. I believe you guys have been hoodwinked and, and bilked and scammed uh, by an organization that knows how to do propaganda and knows how to sell they, their salesmanship is out the roof. But folks, you've got to wake up to this. You are helping the destruction of America. You are not promoting liberty, 
freedom, uh, tolerance. You, you just saw uh, this news story in Atlanta. If you get into that, you'll see that this was extremely well-funded and organized and orchestrated days, weeks, months before this thing happened. And now Southern Poverty Law Center, another huge story here. They are defending the actions of their lawyer who dressed up in black like all of the other uh, rioters. And this was a riot. This was a, uh, it, uh, this was it a was an insurrection, Sheriff. Insurrection. <laughs> yeah. And, and Southern Poverty Law Center has had the pride of their organization in training police and FBI, uh, federal and state police and county, city, all of them. They used to train them to, to be able to watch for hate groups and violent groups. They've lost all credibility and people have stopped doing that way before this happened because they are such liars. And, and folks, law enforcement has finally woke up and decided they don't want anything else to do with Southern Poverty Law Center. And this will probably be the nail in the coffin for SPLC training law enforcement anywhere in the country or anywhere in the world. I hope you're right, Sheriff, but they have, uh, since you have that kind of money, you know, $730 million. Uh, it's pretty hard to get rid of Absolutely. a group like that, even if they've been completely discredited. So the latest round is yeah. Sam takes on Jason <clears throat> Wilson, senior reporter for the Southern Poverty Law Center. <clears throat> We've got so many stories to tell you because, look, the debate between oh. us and them has gone on for so long because they continue to lie. They continue to libel. They continue to slander. They continue to abuse us. What we want to do is tell the current story of what just happened in detail. And then we're going to go back and tell you some of the previous stories that have kind of led up to this. So my headline says, Sam takes on Jason Wilson, senior SPLC reporter. Um, So what happened is a week ago, plus he called me. We talked for about an hour and a half. And then he wrote this hit piece about how I'm a white supremacist and and a hate monger. And what he did is he dug into every aspect of my life to the best of his ability. And what he wants to do is create this guilt by association. So here's how it goes. Uh, Richard Mack beat Bill Clinton to the Supreme Court, and they've been trying, trying, trying uh, to create uh, hatred and, uh, you know, what's it called when you get back at somebody, Sheriff? Revenge. Revenge. They've been trying to create a revenge narrative ever since then against Richard because he beat Bill Clinton to the Supreme Court. And, man, that made them mad. They didn't know what to do with that story. Uh, But the record stands for itself. The Supreme Court agreed with Richard, disagreed with Bill, and shut down the federal government's belligerence on gun control. That's how the CSPOA got started, ladies and gentlemen, is we realized that the government goes rogue, goes criminal, and when it does – Good people need to bring it back to center. Sheriff Mack did that along with several other sheriffs in his Supreme Court case where the winning decision written by Anthony Scalia documented the greatest Tenth Amendment decision ever rendered in America, highlighting dual sovereignty. That was the quintessential anger flashpoint to where the Southern Poverty Law Center hates Richard, and they've been on a revenge campaign ever since. The problem is every time they go after Richard, it seems to backfire in spectacular ways, ladies and gentlemen. This round is just the latest volley, and here's how it goes. 
The guy's name is Thomas Webb Jurgens. He's like this 28-year-old. He's a lawyer for the Southern Poverty Law Center, ladies and gentlemen, SPLC. He was now arrested on Sunday night and charged with domestic terrorism over the violence. Let me say that again, over the violence that broke out in Atlanta, Georgia, Sunday evening. Okay? In relation to protests of a planned training facility for police officers in the city of Atlanta. And firemen. And firemen. What have, the, what have yes, firemen sir. ever done to the SPLC? Well, they exist and they stand for safety in America. And when they want to set fires yeah. and create mischief and terrorism, the firemen put out the fires, Sheriff. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. You don't want the fires put out. See, they lit fleece cars on fire Sunday night as well. So just so you know, my wife's birthday was Sunday night. And I went to church on Sunday and then I came home and we played this Kahoot game, which was all about my wife's life. And so my, my kids... <clears throat> Uh, we're supposed to learn about, uh, you know, we had photos of how old my wife was in certain pictures. And can you guess how old mom was in these photos? And we had questions about her life. When did this happen? And when did that happen? And how many of this kids were involved in this? And what was her age when she had this many kids? And put the kids and the grandkids in order. And it was these wonderful games for her birthday. That's what I was doing. While these criminals at the Southern Poverty Law Center, led by Thomas Webb Jurgens, their attorney, they were literally firing Molotov cocktails, throwing rocks and bottles at the cops. They had a flat-out confrontation with the cops. We'll show you them assaulting cops in seconds and more as we break down this incredible story. James Edwards and Sam Bushman broke the story. Everybody in the nation ran with it, and they didn't give us any credit at all except for one group. We'll tell you who in seconds on Prideon TV, the Sheriff Mac Show, baby. At the Brighton store, we offer a variety of colloidal silver solutions that we make in Texas using Texas rainwater and specialized circuitry that I personally designed to produce silver ions in purified rainwater. We have a colloidal silver extra strength spray, a silver-based first aid gel, as well as a colloidal silver herbal mouthwash solution that people just rave about. Each one of these is subjected to our rigorous laboratory testing for metals, glyphosate, and microbiology in order to ensure product purity and safety for your health. We manufacture our own silver products right in the heart of Texas and deliver them to you using our own warehousing and fulfillment infrastructure that we built to serve real America. All of us here at Brighton, thank you for your support. Shop our silver products at BrightonStore.com. Hey, I'm General Mike Flynn, and I just want to encourage everybody out, out there to go to Brighty on TV. Brighty on is, is awesome. It's unapologetic. It's all about the truth. They have a great group of, of uh, hosts, and, and their cast and their team is wonderful. Get out there and watch Brighty on TV. It's where you're going to discover the truth. Tired of being surveilled and tracked by the wireless phone companies and a rogue government? Get off the surveillance grid by turning to Volta Wireless. By plugging the Volta SIM card into your phone, you become hidden from the spy networks of AT&T, T-Mobile, Verizon, and other carriers while maintaining your full ability to place and receive phone calls and SMS texts. Go to VoltaWireless.com and use discount code BTV to save big on your first month. 
You get free VPN services included, plus a private messenger that's encrypted, as well as another Volta private phone number that can coexist with your current number. Learn more at VoltaWireless.com and use discount code BTV for major savings. It works with both iPhones and Android phones across 200-plus countries. Volta Wireless is the official wireless privacy sponsor of Brighton.tv. There is no serious person out there who would suggest somehow that you could even rig America's elections. We've seen no evidence that any of our voting systems have been tampered with. The November 3rd election was the most secure. It was the most secure. All right, secure. Most secure. I am Sheriff Max Schultz, ladies and gentlemen, I am Sam Bushman. So yeah, I'm picking on Jason Wilson of the Southern Party Law Center. He's a lead uh, reporter for those guys. We're also taking on this Thomas Webb Jurgens guy who literally was dressed in black literally assaulted the cops you see on the screen the assault going on ladies and gentlemen check that out it's crazy on march 5th 2023 that sunday night a group of violent agitators used the coverage of a peaceful protest of the atlanta police officer training center To conduct a coordinated attack on the construction, they destroyed equipment, they assaulted police officers, they changed into black clothing, they then uh, fired all these Molotov cocktails uh, at the cops, they literally destroyed equipment, Uh, they literally uh, burned vehicles. The Atlanta Police Department revealed that all the suspects were from out of state except for two and one of them was this Thomas Jurgens, the Southern Poverty Law Center attorney, which begs the interesting question about, hey, what the heck is going on with this guy? So they claim I'm a terrorist, but I've never been arrested in any way. Just so you know, I was a mortgage broker, and I was insurance licensed for quite some time. And the FBI takes your thumbprints, your fingerprints, your palm prints. They have an FBI dossier on me because whenever you have financial fiduciary responsibilities, that's required. So the FBI knows that I'm one of the cleanest, safest citizens in the country, but the FBI allows the Southern Poverty Law Center to flat out lie about me. Nevertheless, I'm not the one with the mugshot. The Southern Poverty Law Center attorney is the one with the mugshot. Now, just to be clear, yesterday, James Edwards called me and said, oh, my gosh, you're not going to believe this. God, God acts in mysterious ways. This is uh, just too much. And he gave me the name of this Thomas Jurgens guy. Together we researched it. James sent out the an original tweet on this story. Now, to all those of you who think James, James Edwards is a terrorist or a white supremacist, everybody got their news from James's piece. Okay, we're the ones that grounded the story. We're the ones that proved. The mainstream press wrote the story about the riot Sunday night. And they put the names of the different people involved, but they didn't say who these people were. And James Edwards, with a buddy of his, discovered and correlated the name, and this story broke. It started with James Edwards and me. And the mainstream press now all taking the information that James and I put out and literally taking that information and running with it. So just so you know, this mainstream press, along with the Southern Poverty Law Center and all these liberal rags, who uh, attack us, just so you know, in this case, they got their news from us on this 
story. And if they lie, we've got emails back and forth between us and some of these news people asking us questions to prove who had the story first. You can also go look at the letter, I'm sorry, the Twitter timestamps to see who was first to the table on this. James has well over a million hits on this now, ladies and gentlemen. Now, there's one guy who I got to give a lot of credit to, the Daily Signal. Guy's name is Tyler O'Neill that wrote the article. He's one of the chief senior uh, editors there. The Daily Signal, by the way, I don't know if you know, is run by the Heritage Foundation. They're the ones that stand up on election integrity and everything else with us. So they're dear friends. Um, the guy got all his news from his article, incredible article, by the way. But he thanked James Edwards for the information. So he's the only one with enough integrity to admit where he got the news. <laughs> but the Southern Poverty Law Center attorney arrested, charged with domestic terrorism, MSN.com. You've got everybody with this. Now, listen, they say this from the Southern Poverty Law Center um, website. Or, you know, it's their Twitter feed or whatever you want to say. Their, their post on their site. An employee of the SPLC was arrested while acting and identifying as a legal observer on behalf of the National Lawyers Guild and the Southern Poverty Law Center. What a question. Why is he dressed up like a hoodlum man in black like everybody else, number one? Number two, do we have any evidence of records where he called in to say, cops, please stop this. This is happening. Okay. They claim without evidence, Sheriff, that he was an observer. Where's the evidence that he observed? And what did he do to help stop the criminal activity? What did we do in Malheur Wildlife Refuge? We left and went on national syndicated radio on the James Edwards show to document our opposition to this. What did the Southern Poverty Law Center, what did old Thomas Juergens do to document that he was against this or tried to stop it or that he was an observer? Anything? Uh, n- no, he participated. Yeah, oh. yeah, Sam. <clears throat> Sam, that's what we call wow. in law enforcement. That, that's what we call in law enforcement CYA after the fact. So they're going, oh yeah, uh, yeah, oh yeah, our lawyer was there. Uh, well, because he was an observer for the National Lawyers Guild. Uh, okay, show us where he told the the National Lawyers Guild that he was going to be doing that, and that he was actually going to dress up like one of the terrorists. The, the, uh, with all of the others, uh, so but here's the next uh, question: Why haven't the, why haven't the police? Why haven't the police in Atlanta then said we've released him? We were wrong. We're so sorry. He got caught up in this dragnet. Uh, why haven't yeah. they done that already, Sheriff? Because it's a big lie, and they all know it is. And and again, this is CYA after the fact. If you're going to CYA, do it before the the thing falls apart, and you. Uh, set everything ablaze, and you commit all these domestic terrorist crimes. Uh, I mean, this was planned, Sam. These people came in from all over the country, including one from Utah, Sam. Uh, so the, these are men and women going to this uh, construction site to destroy it, to literally destroy it. And they had the wherewithal to do it. Uh, they attacked police. Uh, two police officers were were on a film uh, trying to secure a gate or to get through a gate. And then it looked like fireworks uh, interrupted what they were trying to do. And one cop took off running because he felt like he was being shot at or, or that 
bombs were going off in his direction. Well, he was being assaulted by Molotov cocktails is what was happening, according to the police reports. Well, it it didn't really look like Molotov cocktails, though. Molotov cocktails. It looked like something. It literally looked like something you would see on the Fourth of July. They're they're like uh, Roman candles shooting off in all directions, but they were very they were very large, of course. But in in the likeness of a Roman candle, were all sorts of fireworks and and sparks and flying everywhere. And the other one officer was so uh, scared that he took off running, but his partner did not. And so the one that took off running came back and tried to help the other guy do what they were supposed to be doing. But this was, this looked like any fireworks you've ever seen on the 4th of July. And then the fires looked like, Oh, I would say the violence of BLM in Portland. And they were just burning everything they could in sight. And do they really expect that that's going to stop uh, the construction, it's going to delay it a little bit. What do they hope to gain by this type of violence? I think they're so filled with hate they can't think properly, though, Sheriff. When you're, like, controlled by demons, yeah, you know, you can't really think properly. They're just doing whatever they can to promote hate in their agenda. And this is proof, ladies and gentlemen. Now, let's, let's uh, see if we can play this Tucker clip. I know it's a little bit scattered, folks. There's too much information, and we're running out of time is the problem. I want you to see this Tucker Carlson clip. Tucker says the Southern Poverty Law Center is a domestic terrorist group. Tucker agrees with us and agrees with 20 attorney state generals, I might add, factually based on the news. Here is Tucker Carlson. Then we'll pull up the names of who all got arrested. To do with poverty or the South, it exists solely to destroy the lives of anyone who stands in the way of the Democratic Party, usually in the most vicious way. That's why the FBI often cites the Southern Poverty Law Center when it calls people domestic terrorists. But it turns out, and this will not shock you, domestic terrorism is coming from inside the House. Fox's Trace Gallagher has that amazing story for us tonight. Hey, Trace. Hey, Tucker, just so we're clear, the Atlanta police chief called this attack on the Atlanta Public Safety Training Center this weekend a, quote, violent attack for the purpose of anarchy. And it turns out one of the Antifa members arrested and charged with domestic terrorism is 28-year-old Thomas Juergens, an attorney for the Southern Poverty Law Center. Juergens is accused of using a peaceful protest as cover for conducting a violent, coordinated attack on both buildings and police officers in Atlanta. Now, it's interesting that Juergens... Jurgens is accused of using peace to justify violence because the Southern Poverty Law Center has long been accused of monitoring hate while propagating hate. In fact, the SPLC has identified almost a thousand people, organizations and charities as hate groups with the word hate being defined as anything SPLC disagrees with. Muslim women's rights activist Ayan Hirsi Ali was labeled as a white nationalist by SPLC, and yet the FBI continues and has used SPLC as a source for who should be considered domestic terrorists. The Southern Poverty Law Center released a statement saying that Thomas Juergens was simply a legal observer and that the arrests of the violent protesters is nothing more than state repression by heavy-handed police, except the heavy hands tossing the Molotov cocktails belong to Antifa members. Incredible. Trace Gallagher, thanks for that. Good to see there you. There you go. Trace on it. You can let that go now. So interestingly enough, the Southern Poverty Law Center sheriff doesn't condemn the violent no. acts by anyone. Why aren't they condemning the violence if they're so peaceful, sir? First of all, Sam, uh, the Southern Poverty Law Center has a history 
of not condemning violence. What did they do about the riots in Seattle? What did they do about the riots in Oakland, Portland, New York, Chicago? What have they ever done about the black on black crime uh, in uh, all the major uh, inner cities, all the major cities in, in America? What have they ever done to try to help with uh, curtailing the violence in Chicago? What have they done? Uh, they, they have, in fact, Sam, they supported the violence at Waco <clears throat> because these were crazy white people. And of course they weren't all white, but th they don't care about that either. Uh, they, they say they uh, object to uh, white supremacy. They say they object to uh, racism and bigotry. Uh, that's not true. As long as it's aimed at people that they don't agree with, just as Fox just pointed out, they don't care. They love the violence. They love the hate. And they hate the foundation of America. And that's what their agenda is. Southern Poverty Law Center supported the violence from government. They support uh, government corruption. 100%. They support government corruption and government violence. They always have. Amen to that. When Vicky and was shot and killed, they supported that. And hold on. That's one of the latest statements in Jason Wilson's latest comments about me and you. He threads together a psychotic narrative of everybody he can try to slander and libel in this. He basically brought that fact out that you were kind to Randy Weaver. You don't agree with Randy Weaver's views, but you were kind to him. Uh, and for yeah. that, you got slammed as a white separatist uh, as Randy Weaver, you know, is or was or whatever you want to call it. Just because you were nice to him and because you helped broker a peaceful outcome in that you're now the enemy let's put the people on the screen that are guilty of this really quick because the mainstream press tried to just say the names of the people that's what typically is not done guilty, in police tickers guilty, or whatever not guilty yet arrested these are the arrested. people that have been arrested yes good point all right and these people read these names really quick because the question becomes how many how many of them sheriff are involved with the southern poverty law center and or coordinated with Thomas. We need a national investigation into this to find out. This is a real insurrection. January 6th, a lie. But this is a real one. Are we going to get to the bottom of all the names and their associations, Sheriff? Because they all came well, from out of town except for two of them. Yeah, uh, the one from Utah, uh, Victor Puertas. Uh, two from Arizona, Max Biederman and Samuel Ward. Uh, Robert Paul Frederick from Canada. Grace Martin from Wisconsin, Luke Harper from Florida, Kaylee Meisner from Wisconsin, oh, Priscilla Grimm from New York, uh, Zoe Larmy from Tennessee, Colin Dorsey from Maine, uh, Maggie Gates from Indiana, Eric Nottingham from Colorado, uh, uh, Alexis Poplay from Massachusetts. So this goes on and on and on. Uh, it's, it's amazing. Uh, all the How people, many names oh, do you know on the list? I don't know any of you them. Never anybody? heard of them, and 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 I've never been neither to, uh, anything to associate myself with this. Neither have uh, I. But folks, I wonder how many Thomas Jurgens knows, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, he knows them all. Yeah, yeah. And and Sam. So there's. Uh, let Let me see that list again, Hunter. If you can put it right back up, real quick. Okay. So Dimitri Lene is from France. 
So we have people from Canada, one person from Canada, one per person from France, and then people from all over the United States. It does everybody look like outside anyone. of Georgia except for two, one being the Southern Poverty Law Center attorney. Lawyer. How coordinated <laughs> yeah. was that effort, Sheriff? You're an investigator yeah. by trade. How that? likely is that not organized? Yeah, of course it was. This is premeditated, it was pre-orchestrated, it was pre-planned. Sam make sure that we all understand i want every donor to the southern poverty law center to understand that this was billed this was spun as a peaceful protest that was a lie it was subterfuge and it was to get people inside it and was, it to was get a lie the terrorists in inside it was a lie in charlottesville it was a lie in january 6th and it's a lie now sheriff that's exactly correct, Sam. And now we're seeing the truth about January 6th, but that's another story. That's another five-hour story. We'll get into that story. next hour, by the way. We have that next hour in detail, along with continued stories and coverage of our rounds of the Southern Poverty Law Center. But here's what scares the bejeebies out of me, Sheriff. You ready? They yeah. say this, the Georgia Bureau of Investigation and the Federal Bureau of Investigation will continue the investigation into this. Now, the FBI, uh -huh. ladies and gentlemen, has historically used the Southern Poverty Law Center as their single source for who should be considered domestic terrorists. They targeted Catholics based on the Southern Poverty Law Center research, and now the FBI and um, the Southern Poverty Law Center has had to retract that lie about the Catholics. And now 20-plus attorney state generals have condemned the Southern Poverty Law Center in a joint letter claiming that they've lost all credibility i submit to you the southern poverty law center never had credibility from the beginning and the last point is even the southern poverty law center now getting brutalized in comments on their own website it's so bad sheriff yeah the, you know the southern poverty law center now you and i are gloating and, and and i admit that we are and it's for good reason this organization has done so much evil in America and, and to good, honest American people who really are concerned about the violence in America. Southern Poverty Law Center is not concerned about the violence in America. They are only concerned about that if it comes from Republicans or from the right. They don't right. care about violence in America. Now, they, they might defend some of the right it. deep state on occasion, but for the most part, they're criminals, and we've got multiple rounds and multiple abuses by the Southern Poverty Law Center. And we don't mean to gloat because this is a sad day when terrorism well, I am. is in America. <laughs> We're gloating, though, gloat. because, ladies and gentlemen, this vindicates Sam Bushman and Sheriff Mack uh, and James Edwards of who we really are. Now, here's one last point to make. They attacked James Edwards and Richard Mack and Sam Bushman together as if we're all three best friends in the world. Now, you are one of my best friends in the whole wide world, Sheriff, and you know it. So is James yes. Edwards, one of my best friends in the whole wide world, and he knows it, and the public knows it. I'm not playing any games. But they make it sound like you and James are at the hip, that you guys are buddies, that you, um, that James is, is you know part of your organization, the CSPOA and everything else. That couldn't be further from the truth. Now, you and James are not enemies. I'm not saying that no. at all, but you barely even know each other, Sheriff. I've never met him, and... I think I've been on his show one time. I, I, if I recall, I think Maybe I once have. once or twice. I don't know. Um, I've never exchanged emails with him. I've never exchanged texts. Uh, I don't believe we've had a 
phone conversation, unless it was at the time I was on his show once. I don't remember. I can honestly tell you that I've never heard him say anything racist or bigoted. Uh, if if he ever did, I would correct him on it. But I've and never. Let's heard be very that. clear, though. Let's make this point, though. You guys are are friends in the sense that you know each other professionally. You know who each other is. Yeah. But he's not I a guess. member of the CSPOA. And no. most importantly, though, this link between you two is as dishonest as it gets. Now, that's not an attempt to distance you from James Edwards either. It's an no. attempt to tell the truth. Exactly. And and that's something the SPLC cannot do. Besides uh, the the lunatic things that they've put out in their Intel report. But here it is, Sam, and I've said this on your show before, and I'm going to say it again right now. The bottom line is, in 20 years of law enforcement, I've never committed an act of violence. In 20 years of law enforcement, I never beat up another person. I never slapped, slugged, maced, hit with my nightstick, shot, or otherwise hurt another human being. And yet, the Southern Property Law Center, in their ultimate uh, evil lies about me actually put me down as a domestic terrorist in America that people should be afraid of. And they've actually worked with the FBI on smearing who I really am. Amen. We're about out of time, Sheriff, but I want to say one last thing. So I retweeted James Edwards' original tweets on this yesterday as we broke this story. Uh, and what I added to my comments. Sam, Sam, about- Sam, wait a minute, wait a minute. We got to clarify one thing, and I'll do this quickly. Yeah. Uh, you did not break the story of the incident of it happening. You broke the story of the Southern Property Law Center lawyer being arrested, correct? That is correct. They tried to pass yeah. his name off as just one of a bunch of people and pretend there was no story there, <laughs> but they got caught and we forced the narrative and they got egg all over the face. And job. now, now they're taking the news from James Edwards, who they call a racist and a terrorist. They even took him to court and claimed he was the leader of the KKK, which it's a lie, but based on Aesop's fables, they can spin their dishonest narrative. But to make a long story short, we broke the Southern Poverty Law Center attorney involved connection. And uh, anyway, so I retweeted uh, James Edwards' tweets, and here's my comment. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. (laughs) I think the Southern Party Law Center has been smoking their own dope for far too long. Ladies and gentlemen, the truth shall set us free. You got the news straight from the source right here on Brideon TV and radio. Also syndicated with LovingLiberty.net. Spread the word, share the love. Become a member of the CSPOA today, CSPOA.org. We're going to talk more about it on your radio in seconds. This is the Sheriff Max Show on Brideon TV. Yeah, this is David in engineering. Oh, this is your wife in suburbia. Oh, hi, hon. What's up? How's the robot coming? Well, it doesn't exactly respond to requests uh, yet, but I'm... Well, I know how frustrating that can be. You do? Uh-huh. I'm still waiting for my romantic lunch date. Oh, yeah. David. Well, I must not have enough memory uh, allocated. Uh-huh. Sorry. You know, your son said mama today. Really? Uh-huh. Well, we'll have to have that sound chip changed to Dada. Well, you could reprogram it yourself, you know. I know. Hey, why don't we do it over lunch today? Uh-huh. You really are brilliant. Thanks. You want me to bring the robot? David. He can order pasta in 11 languages. Only if he pays for his own lunch. Okay. Oh, don't forget to bring Chip. Uh, I still wish we hadn't named him that. Well, why? It beats general default. Oh. Family.
Isn't it about time? Do you know that a baby processes information three times faster than an adult? An adult what? Engineer. Engineer. Funny, funny. I'll see you soon. I can't wait. From the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Small Business Tech Guys is a team of experts ready to assist you with any service relating to growing your business. Our team specializes in information and technology, social media, general consulting, and HR. We thrive on assisting startup entrepreneurs with growing their businesses. If it's small business, it's our cup of tea. To schedule your free discovery call today, consider sbtechguys.com. We keep an eye on tech so you don't have to. sbtechguys.com. Have you ever heard of Loving Liberty Ladies? Well, the Loving Liberty Ladies are here to help you learn our American heritage and the way it affects today's society. The Loving Liberty Ladies also have a discussion guide called Proclaim Liberty. And with this guide, you can start your own group in your hometown. Get yours today on our website at lovingliberty.net. Look for our lesson supplements, too. They're free. To hear all the special offers and to join the fight for freedom and liberty, please go to lovingliberty.net. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. We've now transitioned to radio. The clocks don't match up perfectly, so we'll finish the hour on radio. You know what the most delicious part of the story is, Sheriff? What's that, Sam? James Edwards broke this story. Sam Bushman broke this story. They claim we're white supremacists, extreme hate-filled terrorists. But yet now the mainstream press tried to cover up this story and got caught. And then everybody started to tell the truth on the story because they wanted to be first to tell the, to the tale but they all got the information from James Edwards and Sam Bushman. That is a fact. Go look at the tweets to see the timing on everything, folks, for proof. Go look at Truth Social to see who launched it first and then who got it and tweeted it and truthed it from us. And the mainstream press all asking us questions uh, about the details. They didn't even know that they got the news from James. So while they call us all terrorists, when the truth comes out, ladies and gentlemen, guess where they got to go to get the news? Isn't that the most delicious part of this whole thing? <laughs> that is the irony of the decade. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, hour one in the can, hour two coming up. We'll still be on radio, man. We got a whole lot because Tucker's breaking some news of his own. We'll tell you about that. Uh, man, we have got a real accountability crisis in America now, don't we? We need the truth to come out. I think we need to make a movie about the criminal activities of the Southern Poverty Law Center and our relationships with them. We'll tell you some of those stories coming up. The round. This is just the latest round. And I don't know if we get the last laugh. It's sad for America, but oh, isn't it delicious? The truth comes out and sets you free. As James Edwards wisely pointed out, God uh, uh, brings uh, things to us in mysterious ways, doesn't he? All right, we'll talk about it. we got a whole lot more coming up in seconds on Liberty News Radio, LovingLiberty.net. Spread the word. Tell the tale. We declare this nation shall endure. Atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman, live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use. No doubt continues now. 
This is the broadcast for March 7th in the year of our Lord, 2023. This is our two at two in the goal, always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country on your radio in the traditions of our founding fathers. Ladies and gentlemen, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth, ladies and gentlemen. It's just amazing what goes on in the news. A quick recap of last hour. Myself and Sheriff Mack take on Jason Wilson, senior reporter for the Southern Poverty Law Center. Thomas Webb Jurgens, uh, attorney for the Southern Poverty Law Center, gets arrested. Uh, terrorism charges. They claim he was there for peaceful observation purposes, but why was he dressed in black like the thugs, and why is he arrested for terrorism then? The battle rages at the Atlanta Police Department revealed that all the suspects are from out of state or from uh, another country except for two of them. Two were from Canada and France. The rest were from states all over the country, and two were from Georgia, including the Southern Poverty Law Center attorney. And the bottom line is the FBI is supposed to be looking into this, but you know the FBI is criminal too, and they're in bed with the Southern Poverty Law Center. Now, the Southern Poverty Law Center says its endowment was seven. $131.9 million as of the last reporting fiscal period. Tucker says the SPLC is a domestic terrorist group. He's spot on. 20-plus attorney generals have now doubled down because the FBI was forced to retract a report about the Catholics they put out with information from the Southern Poverty Law Center. After the FBI retracted that dishonest attack on the Catholics, um, then the 20-plus attorney state generals doubled down and said the SPLC is completely discredited. Boy, howdy, is that true now? Now, remember, the FBI uses the Southern Poverty Law Center as a source. They've done that attacking me, attacking Richard Mack. It's so bad now, the Southern Poverty Law Center on their own webpage, admitting to the story, they're getting savaged comments, brutalized in comments on their own page. Now, I need to bring up a couple of things that you should know, because the Southern Poverty Law Center says, hey, our reporter, I mean, our uh, attorney was there in an observation status, and and they say for the National Lawyers Guild, the NLG, ladies and gentlemen. Now, I know the NLG sounds like the SPLC sounds good, but the fact is they're nothing, folks. The National Lawyers Guild, NLG, sounds official. But it's not. It's just a left-wing propaganda group of attorneys who provide, quote, legal assistance to Antifa members and others, Uh, Sheriff Mack. They're no more credible than the Southern Poverty Law Center is, sir. No, they're not. And uh, anybody who's ever quoted or had anything to do with the SPLC should be really running uh, the opposite direction, obviously. But... But, uh, Sam, that's why the SPLC has been so successful in their subterfuge. And that is because if they can get something put out publicly in their intel report or put it on the Internet, then anybody else who goes after you and me can use that as a quote. And they do. And most of these people never even call you or me. Uh, As a matter of fact, uh, one of them, um, oh, yeah, it was the Salt Lake Tribune. They actually were lying about me, and they they said uh, that they had uh, attempted to contact me but never got me. Uh, no, they didn't. How did they try to contact me? But, see, these reporters lie all the time, and <clears throat> what uh, Rush Limbaugh had said made a living 
Rush Limbaugh made a living and a and a and a big one, <laughs> made millions and millions of dollars by exposing the subterfuge of the lamestream, his term, lamestream media. And boy, is that ever true. Roger that truism, ladies and gentlemen. So this National Lawyers Guild needs to be discredited as well, ladies and gentlemen. They try to bring, uh, you know, this observer status by this attorney to the table. They use that term as if it's legitimate or has any value or credibility. Last hour, I highlighted that the FBI has vetted me with fingerprints, thumbprints, handprints, because whenever you're involved in a financial fiduciary responsibilities, the FBI has to do background checks on you. You can't get a mortgage license, for example, or a, a an insurance um, sales license or anything else if you haven't been vetted by the FBI. So the FBI uh, has uh, vetted me as clean on multiple occasions, Sheriff. I also um, got an email from James Edwards who reminded me of this fact. He says this, keep in mind the fact, Sam, that the Secret Service vetted Sam Bushman as well for the Republican National Convention. That's true. I was live at the Republican National Convention. CNN was bringing me water, by the way. To prove it, I'm sitting in the CNN booth with my photo, by the way. When their guys took a break, I asked the, the security there at the CNN booth. I'm like, hey, can I go sit at your news desk for fun? And they let me do it. I got this photo of me sitting at the CNN news desk like a reporter. It's kind of fun. Nevertheless, I was right there live uh, in the Republican National Convention. And I was vetted by the Secret Service to be uh, given allowed uh, or I'm sorry, permission to attend that or media credentials to attend that, proving that we're a legitimate media service, proving mm-hmm. that I was clean by the Secret Service. Alex Jones couldn't even get in, but Sam Bushman did, Sheriff. <laughs> yeah, I remember when you were there. I remember it well. Uh, and uh, I didn't go to that either. Uh, first of all, uh, I don't like crowds. I, and, and that's one of the reasons why I told people not to go to January 6th and that I refused to go. That's just a personal uh, claustrophobia issue that I have. The second one was uh, don't go to any huge, quote, rally <clears throat> when emotions are all over the, the chart. Uh, and I, I still see no reason why anybody would, in re- retrospect, I know hindsight is always twenty twenty. I don't see why anybody would have chosen to go to January 6th. Why? Why would you go hear President Trump speak when he's got two weeks left? Just to, you know, to say goodbye, uh, to say, you know, we love you. Um, You don't need to be, you don't need to go there to do that. And, you know, send him an email or put a tweet tweet out that uh, you love him. Uh, I just saw no benefit in that. And, and Sam, once again, you and I were on the right side, and we got accused of being a part of it all. We got yeah, accused because of they didn't do their research. They don't care. They don't care about facts. By the way, no. um, just so you know, the term you're looking for is called enacrophobia, I think it's called. That's the fear of crowds, just so you all know. Oh, okay. Well, I, it's just it's all, it's all boiled down to claustrophobia to me. Like, even at a football game um, – when we won the state championship, there's too many people crowding me, and I had to get out of the middle of the football field and 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 just you know get some get some air, <laughs> you know. So uh, so I wasn't actually there when they took the big team picture with the crowd. Uh, I was off to the side, and I so people say, "Hey, Grandpa, where are you in your team picture?" And I said, 
Oh, I was off to the side talking to my girlfriend. There you <laughs> go. All right, let's talk about some of the rounds and the battles that we've had with the Southern Poverty Law Center. Yeah. You and I went with our buddy Tom DeWeese, who's involved in the American Policy Organization, AmericanPolicy.org. He's a great guy. He focuses on 2020 or 2030 agenda. Um, he really educates folks to help people understand the, the desire to control us and take over land and the 2030 agenda plan and all that stuff. He's a agenda. great guy, but Agenda yeah. 21 is what it used to be called. That's right. And he you, he um, invited you and I to go speak at Valley Forge with him, right? Yes. Go ahead. Well, I, want, he, I want you to tell this story. Well, well yeah. In fact, uh, I spoke there, and I said something like um, – I can't wait for the day when an IRS, uh, when a sheriff will arrest an IRS agent in his county. And the Southern Party Law Center uh, said that I said, I can't wait for sheriffs to take out or kill IRS agents. And the, the Southern Party Law Center put it in their magazine that that's what I had said. And I didn't, I didn't really do too much about it then. You know, I, I've, I, I was a little bit ticked off at him, but yes. Uh, and then a, a few months later, uh, a reporter from the Southern Party Law Center, and I will say this, the Southern Party Law Center, uh, more than any of these other right, uh, right wing, left wing woke uh, periodicals and, and media outlets, if you can call them that, Southern Party Law Center has actually called me before they lie about me. Uh, they they didn't call me on this one uh, to say hey did you really say that did you really mean that no they never they they supposedly had a uh, reporter pretending to be interested in the the meeting that Tom Deweese had and they came in and recorded the whole thing so they had they had what I said on recording so a few months later they called me about something else and I said why would I talk to you guys. And he goes, what do you mean? I said, why would I talk to you guys when you lie about me in your intel report and you put it out to the world uh, that uh, I've made requests for violence and blah, 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 uh, and that I support violence and, 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 and the like. And th that reporter said, well, what did we ever lie about? So I told him uh, about the incident at Valley Forge. And uh, when I when you and I both spoke there, and so uh, he says, "Well, I'm going to look that up." He says, "We have that on tape, Sheriff Matt." I said, "Oh, really? Good. Play it back to me." So they, anyway, he went and checked it, and then called me back. And when he called back, he went, "Oh, we got it wrong." And then we threatened to sue. And the story continues. Mac will give you the details right after this short pause, right here on. Brighty on Radio and the Loving Liberty Radio Network, lovingliberty.net. Spread the word. Share the love, will you? The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. This is a battle, a battle between truth and deceit. 
a battle between forces that would enslave this country in darkness and between a media that wants to present you with the truth. We are being censored. America's news outlets no longer provide the truth. 90% of news outlets in the United States are controlled by six corporations. The mission of the Epic Times is to chase the truth, to ground all statements in fact. TheEpicTimes.com I have a question. Can a nation conceived in liberty carry its head high if it denies protection to the youngest and most vulnerable of its citizens? Can a country founded on God-given rights continue to thrive without understanding that life is a precious gift from our Creator? I believe that great nations and great civilizations spring from a people who have a moral compass. I don't think a civilization can long endure that does not have respect for all human life born and not yet born. I will be in earnest. I will not equivocate and I will not excuse. I will not retreat an inch and I will be heard. One thing I promise you, I will always take a stand for life. Live and on your radio, Sam Bushman, Richard Mack, the good sheriff is in the middle of a story telling you about the Southern Poverty Law Center. They make missteps when it comes to the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association all the time. Uh, the latest is when Sam Bushman takes on Jason Wilson uh, and they attack Sam Bushman relentlessly last week. Poetic justice this week, their attorney, Thomas Jurgens, arrested for terrorism. Wow. And when they attack us, they get hit back hard. The first round was just as interesting as you were telling the story, Sheriff. So you basically uh, brought up Valley Forge when they called you on the next piece. And you said, hey, you lied about me. And they said, well, let me go look it up. And they called you back, sir. And they, and they said, wow, you're right. Uh, we didn't get that uh, correctly. Uh, somebody uh, must have made a mistake. And I said, it's not a mistake. You guys did it on purpose. You know darn well uh, that I didn't say anything uh, even close to that we should be killing or shooting or, quote, taking out. I said, I never said the word. And, and let me stop out. you there, though. We have never said that we should shoot, kill, or take anyone out, unless we're talking about removing them from office or something like that, uh, legally no. and properly. But uh, oh, we've I, never, ever stated anything violent of any kind, neither of us. And we've got literally 30-plus years in the public eye, both of us, sir. Right, exactly. And, and I said, uh, abolish the IRS and abolish the federal income tax i've said that lots of times and i still do i'm i'm more into that now than i ever have been because it's so it's such oppression and abuse and slavery from our own government so this this guy actually uh played to me or or quoted to me what i actually said he says so i guess we need to do something about that well anyway i told him well i've had it with you guys and i've uh, I got I contacted uh, several lawyers, and uh, by the time we got it going, uh, it had been a year since they printed it. And I said, well, you know, so, so what? They said, well, you have a year to sue on libel. And I said, well, how about if I – I didn't even know I – don't, I don't read the Intel report. I didn't even know it was there. So that became a key 
uh, issue there too. Yeah, just so you know, they so, call it their intelligence report. Just so you, if you're looking it up. Yeah, exactly. The the SPLC Intel report or Intel report. So, and they've put some of the most bizarre articles in there. I mean, just lunacy, bizarre, crazy stuff about uh, when I was at when I was teaching school at uh, Heritage Academy. They they sent out their Intel reports to all the schools nationwide, and and the front page on their Intel report had a, a a big time article. I thought it was a joke. It was a big time report telling schools how to deal with menstruation, female menstruation prejudice. Yeah, and I and I kid you not, I went and showed it to the principal and the vice principal. I said, this is the type of stuff you're getting from this organization, and they're completely wacko. But what's really strange, Sam, you are correct, as you said this morning, when you can when you can raise $730 million, you can make yourself look extremely intelligent and legitimate because money buys a lot of power, and it buys a lot of influence, and it buys a lot of media. Uh, and like I say – I've said this on your show. You've said it as well. When the media is on your side, you can get away with anything, including murder. And you can look at – you don't have to go any further than the Clintons to know how that how true that is. So anyway, uh, we went – we got our lawyers, and we, we started fighting well, with them and wrangling back and forth. And so then finally I told the Southern Poverty Law Center, look, I will drop my lawsuit, and all you have to do is – print an apology, and I will ask for no money, but I will ask that you allow me to show my training that I do nationwide, that I can show my training for an hour to all SPLC employees. I said, how many do you have? And I believe they said 135. Yeah, now I know it's 300, it's not... just so you know the number now. Yeah, yeah, and this was, this was uh, over 10 years ago. So... So now they've added uh, all of the more employees. And what I wanted is because I believed that some of those people had to be sincere and honest in heart people. And I said, if, if, if the honest in heart, if anybody just realistically wants to know the truth and they see my training, they will know who I am and know everything that they've said about me is a lie. Well, Southern Poverty Law Center would have nothing to do with that because it would show their employees that they're a bunch of liars. And and so they they said absolutely not, um, and so uh, they shut it all down and and they said well look we'll, we'll we'll print a retraction, so they printed a retraction. They never apologized. They never said they were sorry. They just printed actually the truth as to what it was, and they that they regretted the error. And when they uh, printed that retraction, just so you know, Jason Wilson, this thug. Uh, dishonest reporter that I'm taking on right now. Um, mm-hmm. Well, he basically didn't even know about this because I schooled him on this. And he's like, oh, I'm going to have to learn about that. I said, okay, I'm waiting for you to report back to me on what you find, sir. He still hasn't got back to me. I emailed him yesterday and I said, hey, dear Jason, Sam Bushman here, buddy. I uh, want to talk to you about this um, attorney uh, at your organization, you know, Thomas 
uh, Webb Jurgens. Uh, you know, this guy's a criminal. I want to, I want to, you know, talk to you about that and stuff like that. Cause you know, you asked me why I'm backing white supremacist and terrorist groups with my radio network and everything. And well, just so you know, I have James Edwards on the radio and I also have another guy by the name of Eddie Miller. Then they, they advocate for the white race sheriff. And, um, mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with that because they're white. I assume the black people should advocate for the black race too. And the Asians and everybody else. And I'm okay with that. There's nothing wrong with celebrating your heritage and being glad for who God made you. We're all God's children, and everybody should celebrate their heritage, and I'm okay with that. But what the Southern Poverty Law Center, here's how dishonest they are. I don't know if you know, but I have four times the amount of programming by black hosts than I do white advocate hosts, Sheriff. I didn't know that. And they didn't mention that at all. Okay, I have Jesse Lee Peterson on, and I have C.L. Bryant on, two black hosts. They have four times the amount of hours that James and this other guy have. Eddie, uh, okay, four times the amount. Southern Pilots Law Center never mentioned any of that. And they say, why do you have on these guys? Because I like free speech and because I believe we should tell all sides of the story. So I offered Jason to come on the radio, and he's too chicken, Sheriff. So I bring that up because when you sued the Southern Pilots Center, they wouldn't let you give your training. As a backup to that, then we said, well, why don't you let Sam Bushman speak? Uh, because I was attacked as well. And why don't you let <laughs> Sam Bushman set the record straight? And they chickened out on that, too. They wouldn't even let me speak to their employees. What Sam, I was going to tell their employees. Me down, they're certainly not going to have you. Well, why not? I'm a blind guy. I'm, I'm compared to you. I'm just like a little kid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they whipped out on that, too. And this is the point about the record straight. When they have $730 million at their disposal. I mean, how much do we have at our disposal? Pennies in comparison. Okay, it's very hard for us to get the word out on these stories. Yes, we have my radio show, so I can fire back. We have TV, so I can fire back. We've got some friends in pretty good places on Twitter and Facebook. Look, we've had well over a million retweets of our breaking this story and stuff. So we have the ability to fire back. And no doubt, as time goes on, it changes the narrative. Um, Mm -hmm. They don't have the gatekeeping control they once had. But, man, it's sure hard to compete with their millions and millions. But they were forced to retract, and their New Day reporters... Don't even know that. They have to hear that from me. So I'm still waiting for Jason to get me back on what he finds on that. But Jason was too wimpy to even answer. He's like, oh, our, our press office will answer your questions. And then I wrote him this morning, and I said, oh, dear Jason, our, your press office is derelict in their duty. They haven't got back to me yet, and it's press time, buddy. <laughs> yeah. So this well, is Sam, how dishonest the, they are. There's one other thing I wanted to say about SPLC. Uh, when the Bundy thing went down at the, at the Bunkerville, at the Bundy Ranch, um, and when they were defending their land and their business as a, as ranchers, when 52 other ranchers have been shut down out of 53 ranchers in Clark County, 52 ranchers were shut down by the government, destroying the food supply, destroying businesses, destroying jobs, destroying families uh, that had been long time in business. Uh, that again shows the corruption of the federal government and the national media trying to make it look like the Bundys were just a bunch of tax pro- uh, protesters and dodgers. And there was a reporter there from the SPLC, and his name was Ryan. I don't remember his last name. He interviewed me numerous times, and he called me numerous times. And uh, I got to know him pretty well, and he seemed and he seemed very sincere, and he actually was. And I said, one time I was talking to him, I said, Ryan, I said, why do you work for the SPLC? I said, they were so dishonest, and you have to know that by now. And I said, 
I, I said, Ryan, you're a good man, a good person, and you're honest. You're not going to last long with this, the SPLC. You will not stay there very long. He lasted three years, and and probably two of that was way too long. Well, and the Southern Poverty, Southern Poverty Law Center has been so discredited. We'll talk about the people that we uh, sparred with back in the day that are no longer there and why they're not there. We'll talk about that with the good sheriff in seconds. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Live. Exposing corruption, informing citizens, pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News, I'm Lance Pry. The four Americans kidnapped by suspected drug cartel members have been found. Details are sketchy, but two of them are dead. One is wounded and one is unharmed. NBC correspondent Morgan Chesky in Brownsville, Texas. Officials say that this group of four U.S. citizens was crossing into Mexico from here in Brownsville into Matamoros so one of those women could get a cosmetic procedure done. Instead, they ended up driving right into the middle of a gunfight that ended in a terrifying kidnapping. Snowden communities in San Bernardino, California, are getting some relief as emergency crews clear the roads, but residents who live on privately owned roads, the state will not help you clear them, and you must hire someone to do it. Um, our residential streets aren't plowed yet. They have, like, all the main roads plowed, but we can't get out of our houses. I haven't seen my kid in 11 days. A Southwest Airlines flight from Cuba to Florida turned back to Havana for an emergency landing after it hit birds and suffered engine trouble in the incident that filled the cabin with smoke. After Sunday's incident, the airlines are reporting Flight 3923 had just taken off from Havana for Fort Lauderdale when it was believed to have experienced bird strikes to an engine and the nose cone. Pilots landed the plane safely back in Havana. Rising mortgage rates are slowing the U.S. housing market, making the crucial spring selling season a little less than stellar so far. Economists, home builders, and real estate agents saw evidence of better days in early 2023. That's when the interest rates went from 7% in November to 6.9% in early February. But that wasn't enough to lure back a lot of buyers, just a few. Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell is on the hot seat this hour in Washington. Powell is likely to caution lawmakers strong economic activity this year could see a raise in interest rates. Thanks for listening. It's well appreciated. USA News. Non-attorney spokesperson, ad sponsored by Open Jar Concepts. Attention veterans and active duty military. If you were issued earplugs between 2002 and 2016 and were diagnosed with hearing loss or ringing in the ears, you may be entitled to compensation. The manufacturer of these military earplugs recently paid $9.1 million to resolve claims that their earplugs were defective, potentially exposing service members to damaging sound levels that could have resulted in hearing loss or tinnitus. If you or a loved one were issued earplugs and were diagnosed with tinnitus or hearing loss, don't wait. You fought for this country, and our attorneys want to fight for you. Call 800-958-2145 now for a free legal consultation and to see if you may be eligible to file a claim. Time restrictions may apply, and you pay nothing unless there's a recovery in your favor. So call 800-958-2145 now. Again, 800-958-2145. That's 800-958-2145. 
All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. So we're talking about the Southern Poverty Law Center. They've lied, 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 lied. And Richard was telling about this good guy that actually worked for him, and he finally saw the truth. He lasted three years and couldn't stay there. I wonder how long Jason will be able to stay there. But the point that we're getting at is there. these people have been discredited. The people that were there before, Morris D's, many others that we worked with as we've been sparring with these dishonest thugs for years, forcing them to retract and more, proving they're discredited until the cows come home. Uh, the fact is that, look, these guys were basically caught in racism, caught in sexism, caught in sex um, agendas towards their employees and everything else, disgraced Morris D's and everybody else is out at the organization. They have a track record that's that's something, Sheriff. Yeah, it's not just Morris D's either, even though they, they uh, put up with him for a long time. Uh, his record uh, in the divorces he had and custody battles that he had that were uh, saturated with uh, sex abuse uh, and and even worse. But Morris Dees was not, they knew from the get-go that he was not an upstanding individual. Uh, and then the executive director and who did most of their media, I don't know why they had him do media because he was a funny looking guy big time. Uh, and that was Mark Potok. And Mark Potok, I had his uh, personal cell number uh, because of all the uh, interaction that we had during uh, the lawsuit phase of our relationship. And, uh, and, and you know, one other thing, Sam, about the lawsuit was it did not go forward because of a technicality. And the Southern Poverty Law Center has uh, a team of lawyers that look at every possibility and the reason being is that they claimed that whether you know about the article or not, you could find out about the article 364 days after it was out. And then you got to hurry up and try really fast to get a lawyer because you have one day to do it. And so for some crazy reason, the courts never go by when you found out about it. They only go about, hey, if you didn't find out about it, then it must not have done you any harm. And and so they do not give any deference to that whatsoever. You get one year to file the lawsuit. If it's not filed within that time frame, then you're 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 dead meat. So during that time, that year expired and uh so the law summer uh, SPLC just basically told me to pound sand, but they did uh, admit the, their error because that happened before the year was up and so they decided well we better take care of that or this mac guy is going to get us sued big time and so while we were in that all that negotiation i never imagined that that year would go up uh, or or expire uh, because we'd already been in negotiations about it and i thought hey i've already done this so you have to file it in court not just file it with them and and so so anyway it was a it was a Minor technicality, but it was huge as far as not being able to proceed with the lawsuit. And and so Mark Potok and I were talking uh, all the time. Well, he was uh, quite the liar, and, and that's all anybody is with them. They're employees. Mark they're, and Morris and all these thugs are now out yeah. because of scandalous. And since they have so much money, 
And since they're such a secret organization for the most part, um, you know what? You can't really know anything about it, but they're, both of those guys have been disgraced and they're gone. I asked Jason about that, too. He's like, oh, I don't really know much about that. And I said, Jason, you got to dig into the people. How come you're so on digging into me, but yet you don't even know the facts about your own organization that you supposedly work for, sir? Shame on you. What a disgrace you are. I told him these things. Yeah, of course. And and that's uh, that's an easy thing to tell tell any of their reporters. And and some of these people like Jason sounds like he's trying he's trying to play both sides. Oh yeah, I want to be loyal to Southern Poverty Law Center, but I also want to tell the truth. You can't do both. It's That's impossible. And and then he asked me how much money I make from radio and I refuse to answer because some of that is is um contractual, so I can't relate details, but let's face it, I I make um I spend more money on radio than I make, Sheriff. Um, not because radio can't bring in any money, but because I want to grow the organization. So I spend more money than I make. Then I asked him how much he made from the Southern Poverty Law Center, and he refused to tell me. Yeah. yeah. But I'm ready to throw down and talk about how much the Southern Poverty Law Center people make versus how much we make, Sheriff. You ready to go ahead and do a blow-by-blow transparency on that with them? Oh, hefty, yes. Yes, absolutely. All right, so I've invited them to the news table to discuss this, and so far they're chicken. They won't come. They're not. They're silent. It's radio silence on it. But what they want to do then is say, oh, Sam won't reveal how much money he makes, but he's profiting big time from white supremacy. You guys are off your rock crazy. I got four times the amount of hours promoted by black hosts than white hosts. First of all, I've got women and men. I've got liberals and conservatives on the network, Sheriff. Um, I just believe it's a free speech platform, and they've got a problem with that. So they even attacked my wife. My wife did a homeschooling blog called Stick to It Kids. Uh, you know what? Kids that learn to stick to their tasks and learn to finish what they start and things. Um, that really helps children grow up and become successful adults. Anyway, they even tried to attack her and say, oh, Sam Bushman, the infamous white supremacist, uh, was, is involved with Stick to It Charts. My wife created charts to help children do their chores, and she put it in her blog. So now they're attacking Stick to It Charts for crying out loud, Sheriff. These people are nuts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They'll, they'll. Uh, they, there's no, there's no depths they won't stoop to, uh, and and they will, and they have, uh, like the lunacy they put out about menstruation. I mean, it was a front page article, front page, bold as heck on the front page of their stupid magazine. But going after Julie uh, is it, it, just absolutely crazy. Uh, and, and, and my wife doesn't have a political bone in her body. Now, don't get me wrong. She agrees with me on fundamental principles and things like that. Right. But she's just not a political person. To attack her yeah, literally is completely out of bounds, Sheriff. I mean, trying to make a chart for your kids to do uh, their chores and, uh, you know, homeschooling ideas. And a blog ideas. on how to raise children and stuff like that. It's, it's right. a blog yeah. about how to deal with children and, you know, all this stuff. And, You're not teaching them that abortion is good. That's the problem. Oh, that's Sam. the problem, Roger. Yeah. That, and I'm also not teaching them to be, get involved with their attorneys and go riot and and uh, create violent insurrections and terrorist activity. I don't do pretend that. And my wife a, doesn't pretend either. Pretend to be a peaceful protester, and then switch into black covered clothing, so that you can dodge the whole thing and hide, and then get arrested with the SBLC attorney. Yeah. All right. You know, I mentioned that. I mentioned that the Southern Poverty Law Center has lied about so many different things. And I mentioned that Charlottesville, and I mentioned that January 6th, and I mentioned that this latest scenario, the left is the extremist. Now, Donald Trump tried to be fair and say it's both sides. There's extremists on both sides. 
that are taking advantage of situations, but there's a lot of good people on both sides. But And they literally relentlessly attack Donald for telling the truth on that. But ladies and gentlemen, now Tucker Carlson has some of the footage. I don't think he genuinely got the footage that we were promised. I think Kevin McCarthy's a deep state thug, and he's kind of manipulating this. But Tucker Carlson did have an incredible show last night. And Tucker Carlson says January 6th footage demolishes claims of insurrections. Theblaze.com with that piece. Now listen, Capitol Police officers were seen leading Jacob Chansley around. He's a Navy veteran, widely referred to in the mainstream liberal media rags as the QAnon shaman, so to speak. But the cops are leading this guy around the building without incident. Carlson reported that officers were seen showing Chansley around, even trying to open unlocked doors for him. And at one point, uh, at least nine police officers were right near him in close proximity to him. And there was no incident. None of them slowed him down. None of them tried to stop him. None of them did anything but to help him, Carlson noted. Now, I've got a clip from the show we're going to play, and then Mac watched it. We're going to break that down for you. It starts now. Within hours of January 6th, literally hours, you began to hear that day described as a deadly insurrection, and not described by one news outlet or one politician, but in unison by all of them almost like it was coordinated, a deadly insurrection. That's how history may record January 6th. But the tape that we reviewed from within the building on that day proves it was neither an insurrection nor deadly. Here it is. January 6th, when an estimated 2,000 rioters breached the Capitol building, causing the deaths of five police officers. Certain dates echo throughout history. December 7th, 1941, September 11th, 2001, and January 6th. The mob beat officers with anything they had on them. Hockey stick, a flagpole, a fire extinguisher. Police officers died. Donald Trump supporters who, of course, rioted and killed police officers. By the evening of January 6th, the Democratic Party and its publicists in the national news media had settled on a description of what had happened that day. They distilled an enormous number of highly complex events, events that even now we don't fully understand, into a single emotionally related political slogan, which they've repeated for years with remarkable discipline. January 6th, they said, was a deadly insurrection. There was a deadly insurrection that the right wing is trying to cover up. He incited a deadly insurrection. Incited a deadly insurrection. The violent, deadly insurrection on the Capitol nine months ago it was about white supremacy, in my view. A deadly insurrection. Everything about that phrase is a lie. Very little about January 6th was organized or violent. Surveillance video from inside the Capitol shows mostly peaceful chaos. But the slogan worked. The term deadly carries enormous emotional power, which is why they used it. To prove the insurrection was deadly, propagandists pointed to the death of an officer called Brian Sicknick. The mob killed Officer Brian Sicknick. That's what they said. It was their single most powerful indictment of the January 6th protesters and of Donald Trump and of Republican voters nationally. They repeated that claim for years. They are still repeating it. At first, they told the country that Officer Sicknick was murdered with a fire extinguisher. Officer Brian Sicknick died after being hit in the head with a fire extinguisher during the fight. 
That story came from the New York Times, which is effectively the assignment editor for most of the rest of American media. It was a lie, untrue in any way. But only after that lie had hardened into conventional wisdom did the newspaper bother to retract it. The New York Times has quietly retracted its story about the death of Capitol Police Officer Brian Sicknick. The damage had been done. Brian Sicknick, himself a Trump voter, had been transformed without his consent into a political martyr of the left. His memory was shamelessly exploited by the incoming Biden administration. In February of 2021, Sicknick's body lay in state in the Capitol Rotunda, where a parade of unscrupulous politicians made use of it. Here's Joe Biden. Breaking down the doors, trying to overturn an outcome of election, and killing several police officers in the meantime. But Brian Sicknick should not be reduced to a prop for the political ambitions of the Democratic Party. He was a human being. The facts of his life matter, including how he died. To this day, media accounts describe Sicknick as someone who was, quote, slain on January 6th. The video we reviewed proves that is a lie. Here is surveillance footage of Sicknick walking in the Capitol after he was supposedly murdered by the mob outside. By all appearances, Sicknick is healthy and vigorous. He's wearing a helmet, so it's hard to imagine he was killed by a head injury. Whatever happened to Brian Sicknick was very obviously not the result of violence he suffered at the entrance to the Capitol. This tape overturns the single most powerful and politically useful lie the Democrats have told us about January 6th. And it was indeed a lie. The January 6th committee knew perfectly well that Brian Sicknick was walking normally through the Capitol after he was supposedly murdered by Trump supporters. And they know that because they saw this tape. We can be sure because the footage contains an electronic bookmark that is still archived in the Capitol's computer system. That means that investigators working for the Democratic Party reviewed this tape. They saw it, but they refused to release the tape to the public. Why? Because this tape would shatter the fraud they were perpetrating on the country. Because hiding the truth served their political interest. They lied about the police officer they claimed to revere. If they were willing to do that, then their dishonesty knew no limits. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. And you watched the Tucker Carlson show last night. I appreciate that Tucker's telling somewhat of the truth and exposing it, but I don't like all the footage in the hands of one guy, Sheriff, either. Uh, I, I find that even borderline illegal. How could so how Mike could Lindell? Mike Lindell just so you know is threatening to sue uh, Kevin McCarthy over that very point you're making. He should. Yeah, every news outlet should. How do you give it to just one outlet, your buddies at Fox? How do you do that? I mean, it's telling everybody, I play favorites. And and McCarthy can't be that stupid to think that he could tell everybody he plays favorites. You can't do that. You're He is uh, the third in line to, or second in line to be the president of the United States. And he uh, works and represents the state of California, and he works and represents the United States government. And and for him to be able to say, oh, yeah, we got all this great footage, and I'm just giving it to Fox. Uh, not only just Fox, I'm only giving it to Tucker Carlson. No, well, ridiculous. And furthermore, we find out details that Tucker didn't really get all the footage. He was given certain footage to have access to play, and he was allowed to review some footage. Well, anyway, uh, the story goes that there's a computer program 
that they used that supposedly helped Tucker know what to focus on, Sheriff? Do you find uh, issues with that? It's kind of like we're going to use a program to tell you what the election outcomes are. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, exactly. Wow. And, yeah, that's another one. You better believe it. But it's time to be honest with you. Uh, you and I have a pretty close relationship with Epic Times. And uh, Epic Times put out, what, eight, nine months ago, ten months ago, a year ago? Yes, incredible footage. An amazing video, an amazing documentary about what really happened on January 6th, and they show this very uh, footage in there. Uh, I would say 90% of what Tucker talked about yesterday has already been exposed by Epic Times almost a year ago. And and so uh, I'm wondering where Epic Times got their information that Tucker couldn't have got it before and why he's not saying Epic Times has already released this stuff too. Uh, and and Ray Epps is the big name that came up with Tucker Carlson's footage last night and with Epic Times. And Ray Epps, it was a provocateur, and he was telling everybody, go inside. We've got to go inside. We've got to well, breach. Well, he was the- whispering in people's yeah. ears right before they breached the barricades and everything. I mean, we have this guy on video every way from Sunday provocateur actions, but he goes free today, Sheriff. But but there was better there were better uh, provocateurs than just him. Uh, he was a little bit more silent and and measured, uh, but he yelled it out a couple of times. We've got to breach the Let's go in. Let's go. Of course, he never went in. So they said we couldn't arrest him for for inciting a riot. Are you kidding? They want to arrest Trump for that. Trump never told people to go inside. Trump never even went to the Capitol. No. And and so Trump doesn't doesn't promote that, and they want to indict him for it uh, and arrest him for it and want him to go to prison for it. But Ray Epps does it, and they say they can't arrest him because he, he didn't break the law. That's Sam, this thing stinks to high heaven. And the liar from CNN who came to my home and, and spoke to me, Sarah Sidner, uh, Sarah Sidner, the liar uh, that she is. Well, and and I told her, she says, why didn't, why aren't you following this? Why aren't you following? Why aren't you watching? You're not even watching the January 6th hearings, are you? And I said, no, because I'm not going to watch a bunch of liars. Um, there's just so much my stomach can take with stuff like that. And she goes, well, here they are presenting the case. And I said, What? Presenting a case, since when does a jury get to be formed of the the persons, the accused persons' biggest enemies? I said, I thought we got rid of that kind of juries, you know. And you're sitting here now supporting it, and and oh my goodness, and it is so corrupt, and we've got so much work to do. And folks, Southern Southern Poverty Law Center is just a minor symptom of the big problem. The overall big problem here is the collusion. You heard it. You heard it. Biden is quoting the same exact talking points that the national media is. How do they collude? How do they? Well, hey, we learned that from Elon Musk. They literally are in bed. The FBI's got like a division of Twitter, buddy. And they collude like that. And we have evidence of all that. But see, why aren't people going to prison for this, Sheriff? Where are the arrests for this criminal activity? 
because you have nine the, police officers literally leading this guy around now that's in prison, opening doors for him, unlocking doors for him. And then we find out look, that how are they not arrested? And the guy that was praying and trying to keep people safe and he's in prison. And, and Sam, this this just stinks to high heaven. And and this is just, again, a minor symptom of the grand scale. Do you know why nobody's going to go to prison? The, the nine or ten, uh, Liz Cheney, uh, all of them that were on that, you know, uh, Schiff, Adam Schiff is probably going to be the next senator uh, from California. Uh, he's the biggest liar. He admitted that he lied about Trump and the Russian hoax. He didn't call it a hoax, of course. He said it was still real. He was on Don Lemon on CNN. And Don Lemon yes. says, why lie? Why embellish? And he says, oh, yeah, I admit that, you know, because I was trying to make a point. And, and so everybody supports yeah. this lie. And he was lying the whole time, and he's still lying. And now well, they and think Donald Trump, Donald yeah, Trump yeah. tried to get people uh, there, uh, the National Guard and everything else, to make sure that there wasn't a rebellion, that it was peaceful. And Nancy Pelosi shut it down, Sheriff. Why isn't she arrested? See, see, see Sam, and, and the reason, Sam, the bottom line is reason none of them will be arrested and they're hailed as heroes is because of the ubiquitous corruption. It's too big. The judges, well, we got, the prosecutors. We got the, the Southern Poverty Law Center attorney arrested. Now that's a start, and we just need to keep it up and start arresting criminals all the way down the line, ladies and gentlemen. And the truth shall set us free. Hey, uh, the idea that I'm a white supremacist is an absolute satanic lie. I don't even factually know what color I am. Okay, folks? I don't. I've never seen a day in my life. Everybody tells me that I'm white, but I don't know that they're telling the truth. Okay? And so, you know, I don't really know what all that even means. I just know when people are, are good, honest, righteous people, they're friends of mine. When they promote God, family, and country, when they protect life, liberty, and property, I want to spend time with those people. Those people who lie and cheat and steal and, and are dishonest and, and who want uh, anything but peace and prosperity and civility, I want nothing to do with, Sheriff. My whole life proves it. Well, Sam, our entire effort at CSPOA, Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association, our entire movement has been based on a peaceful and effective solution we do not advocate violence we do not support any violence from the right or the left or in anything in between we abhor violence every time you start your show you talk about peaceful restoration not rebellion but peaceful restoration of our constitution and fundamental principles uh these these aren't lines sam they're not selling points they're not talking points they're not programmed. There's not collusion with national uh, PR directors or how do we get our propaganda uh, banged through the heads of all the people of America and get the brainwashing going. As Tucker very adeptly pointed out, between the White House and major politicians and uh, the national media, the lamestream media, all using the talk, same talking points, Sam. How do they do that? They're colluding. That's why they're part of the same corruption. 
Well, it's I think it's Louisiana and Missouri. Two attorney generals are digging into this and getting more and more evidence on the court docket proving your point, Sheriff. So the fact is we're coming after them, and the fact is when we're on God's side, we win in the end. Write that down. They hate that, but that is the truth. We will win in the end, Sheriff. I believe we will, too. I, I, I really wish it was faster. And, Amen and Sam, I, I, I look at the people uh, that donate a $730 million to Southern Poverty Law Center, and we, and we look at our solution and say, and we can't get a, a couple of hundred thousand, <laughs> you know, um, I, I, it, it's just mind boggling how this evil organization is able to bring in so much filthy money. And I'm going to have to call it filthy money. And I know there's some good people that donate to them, but boy, they have been hoodwinked and not just hoodwinked, but they have been brainwashed. And for the, for the Jewish community, Anybody, any Jew that sends money to the Southern Poverty Law Center, you are being lied to, you are being used, and you're sharing your talents uh, and your resources with a very evil organization. By the way, if we had 1% of what the Southern Poverty Law Center has, we'd have $7.3 million. We could operate the CSPOA for a couple of years and crank up our training a hundredfold. Uh, Sheriff, if we could just get 1% of what they have. People, you need to become part of the posse today. If we had a million Americans put in a dollar a day, we'd have $30 million a year. Just imagine what Liberty News Radio, Loving Liberty Radio Networks, Friday on Radio and TV, the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association, CSPOA.org. Just think of what we could do with that kind of money, ladies and gentlemen. Get involved in the solutions. The point is the truth shall set us free. The more they try to attack us, the more it backfires and the truth comes out. That's what we're celebrating today. The truth coming out on 9-11, the truth coming out on January 6th, the truth coming out on uh, everything that we talk about, including this latest scandal for the Southern Poverty Law Center. Boy, how did we got traction on this one and thank the heavens that we do. Jason, I still challenge you to come on the radio, buddy. We'll do a blow by blow of how much money we each make. And we'll even do it with all the CSPUA leadership and how much they all make, too, if you do it with the Southern Poverty Law Center. Let's go ahead and just break it on out, buddy. You ready to do it? Or are you just afraid and going to try to slander me in your own rags, but yet not have any ability to have an open, transparent conversation? I challenge you to that debate. And if you guys over there with or $730 million or two broke, I'll even pay the freight, baby. Come on, Jason. Bring you and your buddies and let's just do it transparent open as all get out come on you want to go on the national stage at the national press club we'll do that too for sheriff mack and sam bushman god save the republic